begin to direct attention to the felt sense of the body. Not judging the body, not comparing the body, not fixing the body, but rather coming into the present moment through awareness of the body in the body, just as the Buddha instructs us. Here now, In this great field we call body, this field of sensations, open to the feeling of the breath moving through this field of sensations. the pressure, the tingling, the vibration, the wave, affecting the whole field of body, the very rhythm of breath, affecting the field of body. Aware of body in its Great sensitivity everywhere. The face alive, the palms alive, the chest, the belly, the back, the whole pelvic area. So many sensations. Breath like a wave, affecting all of this interrelated field of body. Notice that there is not just the physical body, but some presence of energetic body that is a little larger, possibly, maybe not for you this morning, but possibly for you, a little larger than the physical body. That is, you could sense something maybe oh, a quarter of an inch from your skin. There's some feeling of the air touching the hands, or the air touching the face, and your sense of body territory is a little larger, possibly, than just the physical form of body. There's this interaction between the field of body and the larger field of space in the room. 
this larger awareness might bring a little more relaxation or a little more stimulation. Or again, maybe no particular affect or nothing is even felt in the same manner. All oh, the physical body is made up of so much space. We know from science that there's so little actual material in the physical body. So much space. And so much of the space that is, has materiality in it, it's of a liquid form. Every atom, mostly empty. So much inner space. So spacious within. Inviting this feeling of the inner spaciousness. And this field of body sensations. This inner space being known Awareness knowing inner space. Breath continuing its wave-like motion, pulsation or vibration, however you're feeling it in this spacious field of body awareness. This interaction now between the outer space around the body and the body itself. See if you notice any feeling of porousness of that exchange. Now, at the edges, there's a kind of blurring as to what is within and what's without, energetically. At the sensation, at the hands, there's a little extension beyond this physical body. Extending into what? Extending into space itself. Taking space now is the object of meditation. Directing attention to the sense of space, 
sustaining attention on the sense of space. Aware of space around the body, space within the body. It's all just space. So much space. Expanding the field of awareness to all this room, to what's in front of you, the space in front of you. The space to your right. The space to your left. The space behind you. Space above. Oh, the floor space and what's beneath the floor. So much space, inner and outer. Expanding beyond this beautiful room the space at Spirit Rock, all the hills, all the buildings, space in the buildings, space outside the buildings. It's all space. The shape of a building creates in the mind and for certain practical purposes a division, but really all space is space, whether occupied or not. Its essential nature is space, empty in its essential nature. Thus things can be put into it, like bodies and buildings. So much space in these hills. So much space here in Northern California area. Vast, vast is space. Space here in all of California. So much space. And in this country, so much space, opening to space, 
space. The entire continent, so much space. The oceans, one on the right, the one on the left. So much space in the oceans. And then expanding still, opening to the truth of so much space on this global village. So much space. Awareness, knowing, so much space. Beyond this global village spinning through space, there is space itself beyond. So much space in the sky. So much, much, much space. And there is this knowing of this space here now. Space with things occupying it, space empty, all space, so spacious space. on in our whole solar system. The galaxy, so incredibly much space. And an awareness of space. Taking now your object as awareness, this knowing quality, that which knows, that which knows space, knows the spaciousness of space. How vast this awareness this quality of knowing. As vast as space is, this awareness contains it in the field of knowing. Like space, this knowing is empty. Empty, spacious, itself. Knowing itself, 
knowing, knowing. Resting back in this awareness. Resting in that which knows. Spacious, vast, empty. Occasionally, a thought or a sensation may arise and pass through this spacious awareness, this knowing, this vast field of knowing. Allow it to come and go like a cloud in the sky. Return to the knowing of knowing. If the mind starts to let loose, return to space itself as your object. and know that you're knowing space. And then once again, take knowing as the object. This vast field of awareness, it has no end. It has no beginning.
at this point in the meditation, you can choose to stay with this vast, spacious knowing, this vast, vast awareness, or come back into space itself as your object, emphasizing not the knowing, but the space, this vast space that was contained by the knowing. space and the sky and beyond. And then coming back to the space just in our global village. the space of the ocean surrounding this continent. The space and this land mass. space here in Northern California, here at Spirit Rock, here in this room, the knowing of the space in this room not changed at all from that larger knowing knowing unchanged by what's being known. How mysterious. How freeing. The space in this very body where awareness is embodied. The field of physical sensations we call body This knowing, this awareness, not changed by the focus, the scope of what's being known. And for those who have come back to this very body, resting back in awareness of the ever-changing sensations and thoughts, emotions, recognitions, as they come and go, resting in a choiceless awareness, the emphasis on the knowing, no preference about what's being known, but this willingness to allow any and all to be known. As it comes and goes, arises and passes, 
the knowing remains. Here, resting here, choiceless awareness becomes possible, knowing without preference. Being knowing, not doing knowing, being knowing. In the small and in the vast, one, the same.
Oftentimes, when we think about choiceless awareness, we treat it in a very mundane way, as though the this being able to be with one thing that comes after another and just stay mindful of it is just regular old mind moments, you know, being cognized and you know. We're trying to be a little smarter about how we respond to those, and it's it's all sort of got a flatness to it when it's uh, when it's presented that way. But in fact, when we're resting in the knowing, something incredible is going on. It's very mysterious. What is this knowing? What is this knowing capacity? And as we make it our object. Uh, some of you may have experienced, maybe not many, maybe a number of you, it can go quite large and, and be quite uh, insightful in its own way. One feels in the sacred space, one feels in this, this sense of, oh, this is emptiness, this is emptiness, this is stillness. All of that can be explored through this knowing capacity. That's when it's looking at itself. When knowing is looking at knowing, its, its nature is revealed. Its, its nature is revealed. When the knowing capacity manifests into the regular realm through mindfulness, then objects are being known in their, their, um, their dharmic implication and in their regular, oh, this is hot, cold, that's noise. That's, that's hearing, that's seeing. It's, it's, being, it's, it's, it's knowing's knowing objects through mindfulness and regular cognitions of moments of consciousness. I feel as though we miss the opportunity when we uh, don't include that knowing of the knowing in some way. It's so calming. All the awakening factors are already there in each of us, in this knowing. And the knowing isn't personal to us, it's this field of knowing, but we're a manifestation, in my view, we're a manifestation, embodied manifestation of this capacity. But it doesn't belong to us, it's not a me or mine in that sense. And so when, when we're resting in choiceless awareness with our, there we're restless, they got some restless mind, we've, we've got, oh, we're planning, Whatever it is we're doing, we're having a, a difficult emotion like we heard last night from Dory. This largeness, knowing that, this, largest, this larger awareness, knowing that, changes the experience of it. It changes it a lot of different ways. And then at other times, uh, we, because we are seeing it so much from this awareness, it is all empty phenomena. It is like a dream, is the way the Buddha said. And luminous is this mind, like the Buddha said. We're accessing that, just as regular folks. Not, not you know, uh, we're not even necessarily have to be stream enterers or anything like that, that first level of freedom in the Theravadan system. But just as we are now. So as we open at this point in the retreat to this, uh, this opening to choiceless awareness, so everything in your experience you can go with it. You can use the anchor of your breath as much or as little as you like. But I would also encourage you 
to at times take the knowing quality as your object of meditation. Because it's always there. It's always happening. It's always there. And just see what happens. Just stay with it. You might just notice one quality of it. Like that knowing doesn't actually, knowing this knowing capacity doesn't go to the object. The, the mindfulness sort of grabs hold of an object. It will look at an object. Uh, but the awareness is so vast, it's just there and it's still spacious emptiness. It's really a, a freeing so that we're not just defined by this mind moment, this mind moment, this mind moment, this mind moment. Oh, nothing but a stream of mind moments. Yes, that's true, but that's true from one perspective. If we shift perspective, if we look, because we're looking at one mind moment after another, we're looking at, at time like this, but when we turn and look back, what we see is so different. It's different. Not more true, less true. It's not, it's not a comparing, judging sort of thing. It's just, ah, oh, ah. Oh, this vastness of knowing. Love, love is in that turning back. Raw love. Uh, uh, agape, this love that does not seek anything this benignness, this friendliness, the Brahma-Vihara feeling of metta. Uh, that it's this, this appropriate response from the free heart that would come automatically, as it does, we're told, in the mind of an arahant. Because the, in the mind of an arahant, we're told they, all they feel is metta, compassion, karuna, and, and uh, medita, and then sympathetic joy and equanimity. That that's what's in the mind of an hour hunt. I can't testify to that firsthand, but it makes sense to me. So that there's, to, to, not, to not make ourselves small, to be willing to open to this vast uh, innateness of ourselves in this way. So at this point in the retreat where we've got so much momentum and there's a um, uh, uh, your, your mind is more still than you may think it is. Your mind is more flexible. I talked about flexible, placeable. Your mind is more like that than you may well realize. So you can, you can let it go. Sometimes you're pulled into your regular mind states and just go with it. Go here, go there. If it's too much, if you start getting lost and identified in the story, come back. Come back in to the breath, to the, to the object or body, whatever you're using as your anchor object. And so that's part of the thing you can do. But then the other part, say, okay, I can take space as an object, if you could do that. And so stay with space as an object, if that's what works for you. Or this knowing, the knowing capacity that you can know that you are knowing. So right now, nobody move, just stay where you are, but become aware of your right hand. Just feel your right hand. This is a moment of consciousness of right hand. You are being mindful that there's consciousness of the right hand. So just how do you know it's a right hand? Do you feel the weight of it? Do you feel the tingling? Do you feel numbness? What, if, what, how do you know there's a right hand there? 
So there's the right hand, the moment of consciousness of the right hand, and you're mindful that you're being conscious of the right hand. And then there's this knowing that you're being mindful. You know that mindfulness is occurring around this object. So instead of staying with the hand, you turn, you don't abandon the hand exactly, you just turn back and look at what is knowing? Oh, knowing is this. Knowing, because you, you inherently we can all recognize knowing. We just know, just know, this vastness of knowing. So calming, this knowing, so uninvolved. This benign quality of the knowing, it doesn't have prejudice. It doesn't reject anything. It enlivens, it allows this knowing, the, uh, the connectiveness, the inter-arness, innate to this vast knowing. And so for some, it'll be mostly uh, this choiceless awareness towards objects. And for others, there will be more of this feeling of that you have more access to either the spaciousness or this knowing directly. It's all great practice. It's all great practice. Just being available for whatever it is that seems to come naturally. We're not striving hard. We're letting the momentum of our retreat carry us to what's natural to be, to be experienced now. We're trusting our practice. We know, we've seen enough of our wanting mind to not trust wanting mind when it arises. Oh, this is wanting mind. This is that hindrance of wanting mind. Oh, there's a version to this. Oh, I, I, I'm not good enough. There's a version. Oh, this is just the hindrance of aversion. Oh, there's uh, this, as I get spacious, go to the space, I get some sleepiness. Oh, just sloth and torpor. And the same with the restlessness. It's just restlessness. It's all either pleasant or unpleasant, but it's just pleasant or it's just unpleasant, or it neither really feels pleasant nor unpleasant. You really couldn't characterize it that way. A lot of time around this awareness, there's something that is really incredible to be knowing, but it would not be appropriate to call it pleasant. It's not on that spectrum of pleasant and unpleasant. There's a, it's something else, but we're very appreciative of just even a little, uh, hint of it and the mind-heart. So opening to this vastness of experience, however it is for you uh, as, as you go through this day. Again, it can be very regular or it can be quite, quite open and spacious. Either way, trusting your practice to unfold. May I be out of the way of my own practice, at least some of the time, you know. <laughs> very modest, very humorous with ourselves, willing to be in the don't know mind. I am being available to the Dhamma. So it may take the form of insight, it may take the form of just, uh, just seeing, it may take this form of knowing. I'm being available to the Dhamma to be known. I'm, I'm here, I've done this. I'm not doing now, I'm being, I'm being available. I'm being available. I'm allowing the practice to do me. This is a kind of shift. It's a shift. Trust yourself. I so urge you to trust yourself. And no matter what the experience is, when you're trusting yourself, 
it is so beneficial. No matter, because you're learning to be, to just be with what is. Therefore, you're freeing yourself from these preferences, from these fears, this something's not acceptable. Everything is acceptable. You're just being, you're being with what is. Being with the knowing of what is, if that's the way it's working at this time. The knowing, or being knowing itself. Just being and knowing. Have a, have a wonderful day of practice. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.